0: The MyAgLife Daily News Report is the go to daily ag news source for California agriculture. The hour long daily news report can be heard every Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. and is available on demand with the MyAgLife app. Download it for free at myaglife.com.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Soil and Crop Incorporated, your number one resource for sustainable crop nutrition by putting nature to work for you. Welcome to My Ag Life, where we cover your world in agriculture. This podcast is powered by the top publications in the industry, West Coast Nut, Progressive Crop Consultant, and Organic Farmer Magazine. Here is your host, Taylor Chalstrom. Hi, welcome to My Ag Life. Today, we're talking
0: with Janie Gatesman, a fourth-generation tree nut farmer and owner of Gatesman Appraisal, about trends in California tree nut property values. Welcome, Janie. Thank you. Yeah, great to have you here. Janie, there is a substantial amount of buying, selling, and leasing interest in California's tree nut land currently. Why is this the case?
2: Well, California tree nuts tend to be one of the more profitable land uses for all land uh, in the Central Valley right now. Uh, up and down the valley. If you look at the NCREF permanent um, cropland index from the last five years, the five year return income wise um, on the last five years has been really the best for pistachios. Uh, Citrus comes in second and almonds come in third. If you go back five more years from there, almonds tend to be on top um, with, with citrus and pistachios following. So they've just been one of the more profitable crop types in the last several years.
0: Okay. I'm curious, Janie, what types of people are buying into tree nuts right now?
2: All kinds of people. <laughs> if you look at the larger sales, uh, the real big properties, those tend to be investment groups like the in groups that I was talking about. But um, it goes all the way down to smaller properties where small family farmers like my husband and I are still purchasing because it's it's really a, a crop type in use that... Um, that, that provides stability for the future, for our kids to have opportunity in
0: farming. Right. Janie, my next question here, areas with quote, two source water or viable groundwater and surface water supplies tend to be valued higher as a result of Sustainable Groundwater Management Act restrictions, how have these restrictions affected per acre values, you know, in areas of the state that don't have land with two source water for sale?
3: That's a good question. And the answer is not as straightforward as you would think. Uh, Of course, in general, um, land that has only groundwater as as a water source and no surface water sources can tend to be less valuable than land with two sources of water. But not all water sources are created equal, as you know. Um, If you're in in areas of the South Valley where um, the GSPs are showing, the sustainable yield for those sub basins is maybe it is just a half an acre foot per acre and you only have groundwater as your source, you're going to be in one of those areas where values are falling and in some cases falling fairly quickly. But if you go up to the Sacramento Valley, um, there are a lot of areas there that also have groundwater as their only source, but um, GSPs aren't even done there yet sustainable yield is going to be much higher in those areas and so of course in those areas even though it's one source water we're not seeing the following land values as we are in some other areas in the south and King Valley.
0: Is there one type of water supply that will attract a grower more to an area than others if there isn't a two source water area for sale?
3: That's a good question too. Um, Riparian water is a a third potential water source. It it is a surface water source, um, but riparian, in in some cases, can be a little more reliable or abundant than even the appropriate water supplies we get from irrigation districts. Um, Some areas actually have three sources of water. They'll have appropriate water from a district. They'll have riparian water direct from um, that neighboring water source, and they'll have good groundwater. you, what you have to look at in those is, does the ground support permanent planting development? Um, it, it, as you know, pistachios do a little bit better in um, ground. that can be a little more waterlogged or have more salts than almonds or walnuts. Um, or it, it might preclude permanent plantings altogether. It just, just depends on what you're looking at. Um, so those all affect values too. And of course, as you go north in the Central Valley, uh, you typically get a slightly lower yields for net crops than if you go south. So that's always a consideration for potential buyers as well.
0: Okay, I'm curious. Are you seeing that some of these areas that don't have two source water for sale, maybe that land is being bought up for other reasons, maybe non-ag?
3: Definitely, Um, there are, many areas where land like that is being purchased for solar farm use. Um, there are quite a few uh, government programs uh, to make that a, a potential lucrative um, land use that doesn't require water. So that might be a, a positive use in some of those areas. In others, um, there are some groundwater banking projects um, where if, if that property has the right kind of soils for groundwater banking and there is a way to divert water to that property for that purpose, um, there's some of that going on. And some of them are being purchased just for potential um, credits, groundwater credits to supply water to a, another property in, in the same groundwater basin.
0: Okay. Janie, in an article from the May 2021 edition of West Coast Nut Magazine, you mentioned that pistachio orchards are outpacing other tree nuts in buyer interest. How has this affected the supply of orchards for sale in the state?
3: Um, the supply of pistachio orchards has probably been fairly stable to slightly increasing in the last year or two, just because the prices keep going higher uh, for, for those orchards. Um, the reason why pistachios have been um, a little bit better as far as income production um, in the last few years is um, the 2019 and 18 crops were fairly light. So we had high commodity prices in, in that um, area. Then the, the 2020 crop was was a good-sized crop, but the marketing had been very good, so domestic consumption has been increasing. That got us um, around some of the supply bottlenecks, the, uh, the shipping bottlenecks we've seen in the export market. So pistachios, even though they've had a large crop recently, have, have been very profitable. Um, there's just a lot of orchards for sale as owners are realizing they can really cash in on those properties right now.
0: Okay, are you seeing anything similar for almond and walnut orchards, or is that a completely different story there?
3: <laughs> the profitability has been a little bit different for those the last two years. You you might be aware that commodity prices have been a little lower for for walnuts in the last two years and almonds in the last one year. Um, so orchards, um, there there have been, I would say there there have been probably the same amount on the market as there has been in the past. Um, buyers are getting a little sellers are getting a little more realistic about uh, potential selling prices because the profitability is a little lower than it has been in the past. But as uh, supply and demand on the commodity side for those starts getting into balance, which I think we're all expecting to happen in the next few years, those are going to um, increase in profitability once again. So there's still a lot of demand for those properties out there as well.
1: Okay, thanks for that, Janie. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Soil and Crop Incorporated is your number one resource for sustainable nutrition. Growers are faced with difficult challenges and Soil and Crop Inc has the experience, fertilizer, and biological portfolio to dramatically increase yield and performance in your troubled orchards and fields. Contact Soil and Crop Incorporated today for a free consultation on how we can help reverse the challenges you face as a conventional or organic grower so you can increase your bottom line and become a better sustainable farmer. Contact us today at 559-564-1236 or visit our website at www.callnrg.com. Soil and Crop, putting nature to work for you. Hi, we're back talking with Janie
0: Gatesman, a fourth generation tree nut farmer and owner of Gatesman Appraisal, about trends in California tree nut property values. Janie, why should growers or landowners take advantage of the option to lease tree nut property out for orchard development in the Central Valley?
3: Well, leasing is great for owners and it's great for tenants. And I say that uh, from experience because I'm a tenant on a bunch of properties up where we live. As a younger farmer, as a tenant, um, leasing properties allows me to grow my land base and increase my cash flow capabilities without having to put out that great outlay for land. I live in an area of the state where we, we do have two source water that's fairly good. So our land prices are fairly high. It, it's hard for younger growers like me to get in, into the market. So leasing is a way that, that I can grow my operation for my children. Um, without going bankrupt in the process. (laughs) Um, For owners in this area too, we have a lot of um, people who buy properties to live in the country. It might be uh, 10 acres, 20 acres, 40 acres. Um, They wanna live in the house there, but they really have no intention of farming it. So for them, it's great to have an experienced farmer like my husband and I come in and um, provide a cash flow to them to help pay their taxes and maybe get a little money on the side um, or for retiring farmers who just don't want to do it anymore, um, but want to hold that, that ground for, for future family members, leasing is a great option for them as well. And there, there can be some tax advantages to it as well. So there are a lot of great reasons on both sides for leasing to happen. Well,
0: overall, it sounds like a good option for some people as long as the circumstances dictate it. I'm curious, though, in areas that aren't in the Central Valley, do you see leasing opportunities to be a lot less?
3: I see leasing opportunities everywhere in the valley. Uh, for larger properties that investors typically lease, um, I see those up and down the valley. For the smaller properties, um, that's typically more local, so I see those around where I live. Um, I'm not really aware if they're around north or south, but I do hear of local farmers talking about leasing ground, definitely up in the Sacramento Valley. Not sure about um the Southern Salenkeen. I, I hear it's a little more scarce down there, probably because the property sizes are larger.
0: Mm-hmm. Makes sense. All right, Janie, we got time for this one last question here. Do you have any tips for growers looking to buy, sell, or leave tree nut land in California, and who can they come to for assistance?
3: Sure. I belong to an organization called the American Society of Farm Managers and Rural Appraisers. Most agland um, brokers, real estate agents, appraisers, or farm managers in California belong to this organization or are associated with it as well. So if, if somebody wanted to go to that group to talk to an experienced professional in their area, that would be the best place to start. We also have a publication called Trends in Agland and Lease Values Here's a copy of the 2020 publication. Um, I'm a co-editor of that, (laughs) just just to let you know. This is a great resource for people who wanna check on um, where their property might fall. We we track land values for all different kinds of commodities and properties with different water sources all over the state. So it's a great reference uh, to see general land value ranges. And it also has ads for a lot of ag property professionals that you can find in your local area.
0: Okay. And where can where can any prospective growers or growers looking for this type of thing find that resource maybe online?
3: Yes. You can go to our website at www.calsmra.com.
0: All right. Great. Well, Janie, thank you for coming on today, talking about some of these trends in California tree nut property values, really insightful stuff. We appreciate you coming on.
3: It's my pleasure. Thank you for having
0: me. Of course. This is Taylor with My Ag Life signing off. Thanks for listening. Subscribe for updates on new episodes, exclusive content, and more at myaglife.com.